everyone. Welcome to Shine a Light On. Today, we're continuing our How I Got Here series with software engineer Priyanshi. Welcome, Priyanshi. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining me. To start, can you give us all a brief introduction to who you are and what you're up to currently? Yeah, so my name is Priyanshi. I just graduated from UC Davis this June um, with a degree in computer science. Um, Currently, I'm working at VMware as a machine learning engineer on the emerging technologies team. Um, Currently, my role is a lot of software engineering mainly, but yeah, that's currently what I'm up to. Perfect. Thank you. And I know you interned with VMware last year. And as you mentioned, you're doing a lot of software engineering these days. In your own words and from your experiences, what exactly does a machine learning engineer do? And then maybe more broadly, you can start like, what does a software engineer do? And then more specifically, machine learning. Yeah, sure. So last summer, I interned on the same team and I was a machine learning slash AI research intern, um, which was a really cool position that I wasn't sure if I'd like get to experience because like I haven't heard about too many um, companies giving internship opportunities in ML, but it turned out to be a really cool experience. And I worked on a IT sales chatbot um, using a technology called Rasa, which is like a natural language processing um, like tool to make a chatbot. So it was a really cool experience and I learned a lot more about how to use ML. Even the summer before that, like I interned as a software engineering intern, but I got an ML project. So that has been my experience, like working in ML. And then currently like I have more of a software development role where I'm working mostly with Java and microservices to help create a bigger project. And I've just noticed that there's a lot more um, opportunities and a lot more like bigger companies are just looking for software developers um, rather than focusing on ML since it's just harder to like um, just full-time be an ML engineer and do only that is what I've noticed after entering the tech industry full-time. That's interesting. Why do you think that is? Because I think on the flip side, I remember in college, like a lot of people wanted to learn about ML because a lot of careers were getting like really niche like that. So what do you, what do you think is the benefit? Mm -hmm. I think, so I think it's really beneficial to know machine learning and like know it as a concept because within software engineering, within computer science, like there's a lot of applications. And if you are able to like pick up that skill, you can apply it in a variety of ways to your work, but as I've entered the industry and talked to more people and talked to like, you know, cause everyone knows me as a machine learning engineer, although I am working on software development, like that's what I was hired on as. And a lot of them just say it's hard to make machine learning scalable. It's like for uh, like a lot of people's perspective who are more technical are when we have a problem, we're just looking for a way to solve it rather than here like we have ml let's use it and apply it to like do something like they're just like we'll look for a way to solve it and if ml fits into that picture then great and if not then it's not like top of mind and i've just noticed that like a lot of um it's just like harder to use ml as like a scalable tool and just like apply it to any business problem because a lot of them are just software development focused I do think it is just beneficial for any like computer science major, just any person who's technical to learn um, because it can be applied in a lot of ways. 
but I think in college people kind of just want to learn what there's like hype around and like even when I was in college there was a lot of hype around machine learning I do think I'm genuinely interested in it but I think that's like a big reason that a lot of people want to like learn it like same thing with like you know other like blockchain or what like whatever it may be there's just a lot of hype around these things so I think people tend to want to learn the things that seem cool so yeah no, that's a really good point. And also companies or employers might think they need machine learning, but maybe like a software developer will come in and be like, that's not actually the right solution for this. So it's good to know to know it all. So that's that's an interesting point. I haven't heard that perspective before, but it totally makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just interesting. Like when you experience it where it's like seems really exciting to like be able to do machine learning, but a lot of it depends on certain types of data and like I guess for a summer it's a lot easier to just have a machine learning project that they've been thinking of um, and execute it whereas like as a full-time job it's a lot harder for any company to keep rolling out specifically machine learning tasks whereas if they know that you're a software engineer or some sort of a developer back-end front-end full stack like they know oh we can give this person this project but machine learning unless it's like a team that uses a lot of machine learning expertise. Like it's harder to find projects to fit you into. So we'll dive in a little bit more to your specific path to getting into ML and software engineering. But before we do that, I want to talk about like VMware specifically and your role, whether it's a software engineer or ML engineer, what do you think it looks like at VMware versus other companies? Do you think there's something unique about being a software engineer at VMware? So I personally love VMware's culture. Like even when I joined last summer, um, I'd already signed an offer with a consulting company before I interviewed for this. And I was interviewing for a lot. Like if anyone reached out with an ML intern position, I was obviously open to interviewing for it because that was my dream role. Um, so I didn't know that much about VMware when I interview at the time I was just doing it more for experience but when I talked to the team and just interviewed I, I really liked the team culture and um, my team emerging technologies we focus on creating internal products um, for VMware employees to boost productivity so it's known to be a very innovative team across VMware and they've in the past um, done a lot of like cool projects and done a lot of innovative things. So it really attracted me to the team. I decided to intern with that team, had a great experience, decided to return. But um, after the time I signed my offer to when I graduated and joined, there was news that VMware was going through an acquisition. So currently we're in amidst an acquisition where Broadcom is acquiring us. Um, and they are like, just like very they have a very different culture than VMware and um, they're going to operate things a lot differently. So I think right now is just a weird time to join as a new grad. I know for other new grads, they've had an experience where, you know, like, like master students who picked their team and joined because, you know, because of a specific team or manager, some people's managers have quit and moved to different companies. So it's kind of just an interesting time at VMware. Um, so I don't know how useful this response will be, but I think so far I'm having a great experience, like learning, uh, one thing about VMware's culture is they very much prioritize like employees development, like just individually, like they're, they have a lot of programs called like 
take one, which is like you stay one year and then there's all these like courses and trainings and stuff they'll sponsor. And just across the company, they really value like individual learning. Like they'll invest in you because you're investing in them as a company, which I really liked that culture. And I feel like I am like learning a lot and picking up um, a lot in a in just a short span of time because I joined about like two months ago. Um, and everyone on my team is really supportive, but I just do think it's a weird time to join. So it would be hard to compare VMware roles to different companies. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, it's promising that the first thing you said was you like the culture of VMware because typically it seems with acquisitions, if the acquiring company is is smart then they'll make sure that like culture continues in the company they're acquiring so we'll see what happens so going back to you Priyanshi um, obviously software engineers have a lot of options uh, in terms of paths they can really dive into and we both know that from like the hype of what we've heard about in college and in the years to come there will be more and more things that people are excited about and get into So at what point did you decide you want to explore machine learning more specifically? I started off college. I mean, I only started coding in like high school. I wasn't even sure that I wanted to pursue computer science as a path. But um, after a couple of like programs, I decided, okay, like I'm going to major in computer science. And I also went to college during a weird time because it was COVID. So uh, I had two quarters in person, then it all went online. So a lot of my experience, experience prior to my first internship was just stuff I did in high school. So in high school, in I think this was junior or senior year, uh, there was a community college extension right across my high school and they were doing a lot of like cool coding classes. And one of them, I did a Python class there with this professor and they had like this data science class in Python, um, which was like equivalent to Berkeley's like data eight class, which I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like they're offering data science and it was with the same professor I took Python with. So I decided to take it and I really enjoyed that class. I felt like... um, It was just, I thought it was a more creative way to apply like coding and the main, like my final project that I worked on there was um, like a sentiment analysis project where I made like, it was like a a review sentiment analysis. So like we had, I just extracted a bunch of Amazon reviews and just generally found out like which phones had a more positive review and which phones had a more negative review. And overall, it was an interesting project because outside of the technical machine learning aspect, you have to also think about the situation and like you have to think about the data because you find that on Amazon, there's a lot of random phones listed and some of them only have one review. And if that one review is positive, this phone's going to be ranked the highest on the sentiment analysis model. But that's not exactly what you want. So I just found that through projects like that, that machine learning required a little more thinking and creativity. And I really enjoyed that like flexibility part of it whereas like software engineering was more like usually it's like you just get the requirements and you build them I think like now I'm realizing there might be ways to be more creative with it but at the time I just found machine learning as a way to be more creative so um I just continued to explore that like outside of school so my first internship was a software engineering intern but it was a machine learning project and that's when I really got to experience oh like machine learning is more than just you get a data set and you apply a model to it you realize that everyone always said like oh 80 percent of it is like data cleaning and 20 percent is actually applying and making making and applying the model and i really got to experience that firsthand working at like cisco which was like um you know such a big company with so much like so many years of data that like 
you get all this data and even to think about applying a model or approach a problem, you have to really understand the data, be able to clean the data, really think about your problem. Even if it's like a tiny problem, you realize how much like data you have and like all the stuff that can be done with it. So I found that you just had to be more creative and I really enjoyed it. It allowed me to still be technical while pursuing something that I thought was more creative. So that's why I stuck with machine learning and yeah, how I got here so far and then we'll see. <laughs> Do you think there's like specific, I don't know, characteristics of someone or traits that someone should have if they're interested in machine learning? Like it, I heard you say like, um, obviously you're interested in, in data and you're okay with sort of like scanning through a big set of data. But I also mentioned, heard you mention like creativity as like an important factor of your work. So what do you think are like important pieces um, or like traits people should have if they want to explore this field? Yeah, I think like curiosity and an open mind because you really realize you have some like picture in your head about how the data is going to be. Like I'll give like a specific example. So for my Cisco project, um, we were working on like case note closures, like automating that process. And you would think that would be kind of an easy thing to do. Like someone wants their case closed, they just say case closes case or something simple like that. But when you actually go through this data and understand it and look at it, you realize there are so many ways that people can ask for like a case closure. And there's also so many false like positives that can happen where someone's just asking if the case is closed or saying, you know, there's just like so many outliers. And I just think if you want to get into machine learning, I think anyone can do it. Like there's no like personality type, but I think you just have to have an open mind because there's, a lot you need to know about the data before you can just apply a model. Like you really need to understand it and you need to think about it from all different points of views. Like what is the goal that your like company's trying to accomplish? What how is the customer approaching you? Because sometimes like data science problems are related to like um, if it's like text related, which is mostly what I've been in, is like natural language processing, you have to think about how a user or a customer would talk and like, you know, what use cases are they going through in their head? Um, what are we as a company trying to accomplish or like, you know, trying to, are we trying to reduce costs and like, like whatever it may be. So I think just like being able to think about it from other people's perspective and have like empathy and also just be open-minded would be the most important thing for someone who's trying to get into machine learning. Wonderful. I know you mentioned like internships or things you sort of did outside of class, but you also mentioned you majored in computer science, which I'm assuming was important to your journey today, but what do you think had more of an impact on leading you to where you are now? Was it like your major and your learnings in college or the experiences outside of the classroom? I think specifically for machine learning, it was my experiences outside of college because I didn't take any machine learning AI classes at Davis. Like I took one like at community college in high school before Davis and then my two internships. And I would still like, if I was curious, I'd like learn about machine learning stuff. And like, I was involved in like other organizations where we still like did some machine learning projects. But um, in general, I think like a computer science degree is really valuable to like getting you to a tech company and opening those doors. Because even when like companies are looking for specific roles like machine learning engineering if you have a computer science background that sets you up for like it just sets you up for more success because they know that you can think like a software engineer which i think is important so i think they both kind of went hand in hand but 
I don't think you like there's ways to get into machine learning without having computer science degree as well because of how many resources are out there. I know a lot of people have done it that way as well. But for me, I think it was a combination of both those things to get me where I am. I do want to dive into that last part of your answer, though, in terms of anyone who's interested in machine learning, um, what sort of like skills and experiences should they consider picking up before really like diving in and applying to jobs? I think like the best way to get into any technical field is like through court. Like if you're if you are not able to pursue a degree or you have already completed your degree or whatever it may be, like I think courses online are so good. There's so many trainings on like Udemy and like there's so many websites even like I can't even name them all. But I would recommend just start starting there. Just like whatever piques your curiosity, just do those courses and like really follow along with it. Even people with like non-technical backgrounds have like gotten into like software development. So like if you're already also coming at it from a technical background, just to explore things, I would say like any online like course would be good. But once you get that experience, um, definitely applying it. Um, there's like Kaggle data sets. I know that's what a lot of people talk about when they talk about getting into machine learning um, that people use to like create projects on their own. I think that's really a good step to get started because you, I don't think it's enough though, because I was going to say it's like a good, te- good step to get started, but until you also apply it in the real world or like have a real world data set you're applying it to, you don't realize like how structured these data sets are. That's what I kind of discovered just by getting to like internet, like a bigger tech company was you could practice on like so many data sets and like no machine learning really well. But when it comes down to applying it in a business context, you really need to work with the data the company has. And like, usually that's not as structured as something you'd find online. So I think trying to find like, a more hands-on project if you can, like whether that be at a small company, a startup, or just something on your own, you see like a problem and be like, oh, this would be cool if I like extracted some data and like applied a machine learning model to it. That would be a really cool idea. I think just like venturing into something you're actually interested in. Um, I know some of the projects that we did in that high school, like data eight course where like you could extract, there's ways to extract tweets from Twitter. And like, if there's some, like a subject you're interested in, um you could like extract tweets and make a model and gather some insights about that um and then one last thing was just machine learning is really broad i think when i talk about machine learning i'm specifically talking about like natural language processing which is where i've done the most work in where i kind of still am focused in now but there's so many different like facets to machine learning like there's computer vision and there's just like different ways to apply machine learning there's deep learning um So whatever that may be, just start to explore. And I would suggest like doing a full length like course and really like getting into it and trying to get as hands on as possible. I love that you recommended the free courses because I agree they're they're everywhere and so accessible, which is which is really nice. But also that you emphasize like actually applying it somewhere. I think sometimes people forget that step or don't know quite how to handle that. But totally agree with you, like smaller companies, startups, even if if you have the means to like volunteer um, because some people like just need volunteer help for something, then whatever you can do to sort of like apply it in a real world setting, I think that's a good idea. So in terms of your path, Priyanshi, in hindsight, what part of your path do you think was super necessary to become who you are today? Um, Was there anything looking back that you're like, thank goodness I did that? 
What is that thing? I think whenever I reflect on those kinds of things, I think of just how I even got into like tech. I think like when I joined tech, I thought I was joining really late because it was like like sophomore year of high school and growing up in the Bay, like everyone had been coding for so long. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to actually do this. Like it was really intimidating. So just like not thinking that would be really helpful. And it's like, whenever you start, you're never like too late in starting. So when I look back, like there's a lot of programs um, for like girls in high school and just called like Code with Classy or like built by girls that really like shaped my journey and like made me confident enough to pursue what I am doing today. So I think things like that are just like things I'd recommend, like just having the confidence to be like, yeah, I'm going to do computer science in college. And like, it's going to be hard at times. There's going to be times where I want to switch my major. I don't really, I like reconsider if this is what I want to do, but just being confident enough in yourself to believe that no, like this is something I started and I really want to like come through with it. Even if there's like doubts in the middle, I think that was really big for me where there were times where I was like, Oh shoot, like, is this really my passion? And like all of those questions. But I think it's, it's more than like, whether it's your passion, it's like, are you willing to work hard enough to like get through the hard parts so that you can get to the more like creative or fun parts? I think you in any like area, you have to get through the hard parts. There's going to be challenges, but once you can like, just have the confidence to be like, this is hard right now, but I know I'll get through it. Um, you can, like you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, it's good that you had that like support system around you. I think that that was a good idea, especially in in a field like what you're in. Um, on the flip side, anything looking back that you're like, this just caused unnecessary stress. I I didn't need to do this in order to become a software engineer. Is there anything like that, or are you sort of like no regrets? The earlier you can get out of imposter syndrome, the better. Because, I mean, it'll still happen. Like, it's still happening. And there'll be days where I'm like, oh, shoot, like, am I supposed to be here? But the earlier you can get out of your head and just, like, believe that you, like, belong or you should do it, the better it'll be. So I think, like, just the advice would be just, you know, be like, yeah, I deserve to do this. And, like, I can figure it out and I can do it because... No one is like, you know, there are going to be people who are looking down on you. But in my experience, that wasn't like, that wasn't the bigger factor. It was just me, like in my own head, being all like, oh, shoot, like there's people smarter than me. And just knowing that that's like a good thing. Like, you know, you want to be surrounded with people smarter than you. And that shouldn't make you like look down on yourself. So yeah, just like break out of imposter syndrome, get out of your head kind of thing. That, that's a great thought. And a very nice perspective of like, it's okay if there's people around you who are like very good at what they do that that that's probably helpful to you too um what do you think is a myth or misconception about software engineering or ml engineering specifically that you want to clarify for people that you want to debunk i don't know if people still have this misconception but just that it's boring like I, I think by now, a lot of people know that tech can be kind of fun to like be in like just tech, the tech industry is like not just a boring nine to five job where you sit in a cubicle. For the longest time, I had that impression where I was just like, oh, I'm just going to be like doing a boring nine to five job where I'm on my computer all day. And that can be the case. Like, I'm sure there's still a lot of places where that is the case. But I think it's it's changing a lot, especially in the Bay Area. Like, I think it's pretty fun to be in tech. Like, there's a lot of opportunities. And, like, 
I don't know. I've had a good experience with the places I've interned and like even joining full time now that I go a little bit more in person. I know it is a weird time with COVID. I only ever started like entering the workforce like once COVID hit. So I can't speak for everyone, but I just think like tech is a fun space, like software engineering, ML engineering, everything. Like it's a fun space and like the tech, like going into the tech industry is great. Like it's, it can be a fun time. So I think that's a misconception I'd clear because right now, especially with like remote work and everyone switching to like hybrid work, it's like, you're not like, you're not in a cubicle all day and there's a lot more flexibility and like, I don't know, it's not boring in my opinion. So yeah, I think that that's a great myth to debunk about software engineers in general. So thank you for that. For you personally, what, what do you think is the next step for you in your career? Yeah, so I think I'm just gonna like see how this job goes, see how the acquisition goes, just like take it day by day. But a field that I really want to explore is product management. Um, I know that's like also just like very hype and like everyone wants to do it. But I know something about it really intrigues me, like just getting like obsessed with the product and like thinking about features and thinking more about the user like centric aspect of it. I think that's one thing that also fascinated me about machine learning, although it was a little bit more technical. Um, I do enjoy the technical side a lot, um, but that's just something I could see myself like trying out and seeing if I'm interested in. So maybe that, maybe I'll see technical, still figuring it out, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's exciting. And I've seen a lot of like product manager roles that are specifically require ml like knowledge and experience so that would be cool yeah if i could do like a little mixture of both yeah so we're on our last question this is always the last question of this podcast do you have any last words of wisdom for anyone interested in software engineering or ml engineering i think just be bold like i think that's just my like general advice like life advice to anyone (laughs) it's just like be bold like if you know there's something you want or you want to try like own up to and be like, yeah, like, that's what I want to do. I think like, again, it kind of comes with the confidence thing where I kind of knew like, oh, like, I I really liked ML, I want to do it. And like, you don't need to know that you're going to get it, but you can be bold enough to try. And so like, like, just in general, be bold, like, it doesn't, nothing's that deep, like, it's not going to hurt to like, just try and put yourself out there and see what happens. And like, usually you find that like, opportunities will come into your hand if you are bold enough to try. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me, Priyanchi. It was great chatting with you. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much. It was great talking to you as well. And to anyone tuning in, thank you for joining us. As always at Opal, we shine brighter together and we'll see you next time.